Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Okay, this is the episode I've been putting off for a month now. I think I've alluded to it many times in recent episodes about how I wanted to record a podcast episode about our kids all going to school. Um, and I even, I've known this whole time, I want to call it something about when your baby goes to kindergarten because my baby <laughs> went to kindergarten. Um, and it doesn't have to be like my young, my literal, my youngest child went to kindergarten. But I think a lot of the stuff that I've been feeling and I want to talk about today could apply, whether it's your like literal youngest child or <laughs> even if it's your oldest child, but you feel like, you know, your baby's going to kindergarten or high school or college or, you know, just change when change is happening. That is like, like a fundamental change that is going to change your existence as a family or your life as a parent. I've just been thinking a lot about that. And I've been putting it off because I knew, I know that I will inevitably get emotional in this episode. And quite frankly, I've just been not wanting to like really go there because I'm like, ah, I know we, it's going to be hard. Like it's easier to just like the day that Indy went to school, Indy's my five-year-old, my, my baby girl, my youngest of five. She, like the day she went to kindergarten, she did so great, but I just, (laughs) I thought if I go home and just think about this, I will just be sad. So I just have stayed busy. Like I just went over to this little house that I've been renovating and I have this project. Um, I sanded down these drawers that it's a little project I'd been wanting to do, sanded down these drawers and painted and just kept myself busy all day to, to not have to go home and think about it. But for some reason I woke up today and I just thought, you know what, today's the day. Today's the day I'm recording this episode. So I spent a long time like really trying to journal and get to the bottom of like, okay, what do I want to say about this episode and or say on this episode? And and I got like so, <laughs> so emotional today. Chris like approached me and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm fine. And a funny backstory, he, we have days that we're assigned to do the, um, the dishes. So Chris does the dishes on Monday. I do the dishes on Tuesday, Tate Wednesday, Tanner Thursday, Ivy Friday, et cetera. So the day as I'm recording, yesterday was Monday and Chris forgot to do the dishes before he went to bed. And so I had woke up and the dishes weren't done. So I did the dishes and I hate waking up to, to dirty dishes, but I'd woke up and I had done the dishes. And then later on in the day, when Chris is like, what's going on? He had unloaded the dishwasher and like cleaned up the kitchen, swept the floor, which he doesn't usually do during the day. But he was like, but when I told him like, I've just been thinking about Indy going to school and, 
and I've just been emotional about it. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> He's like, I thought, I thought you were mad at me for not relieving all the dirty dishes in the sink. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't him. But he thought it was. He thought it was all about him and how I had to do the dishes this morning. So he cleaned up the kitchen today, which I'm really glad about. Okay. Anyway, jumping to the right point or to the the pertinent topic here. And like I said, I wrote it in my journal, so I'm going to try not to read it, but I feel like I really captured what I wanted to say. So, so here goes, and maybe I should just read it. Otherwise I'm going to just ball my way through this, but I just feel super strongly about recording, recording this topic in this episode. For some reason, I'm just going to read it. For some reason, I'm feeling today, like today's the day to write about school starting about a few weeks to ruminate on the subject and settle into this new way of life. I honestly am kind of enjoying it. Every once in a while, it will hit me though, and I feel a little sad. It was such a beautiful phase of life. It was so, so hard. I went, (laughs) also, it was beautiful and it was hard. I went to a friend's house for a bit the other day, and she had, um, she had two little girls, and She's like a one-year-old and a three-year-old. We were trying to trying to plan some activities for like the youth group that we're in charge of. And I remember thinking to myself, how does she do this? <laughs> they just required like so much. Like we were, she was trying to write with her pen and her little one-year-old kept trying to take her pen and she kept trying to try and give her a different pen or a different toy. But of course she only wanted the pen that her mom was holding and I, I just like laughed because I was like, how does she do this? And yet I did this for 15 years because <laughs> our oldest is 15. And um, yeah, so it's this phase that I've been in for 15 years with like someone, someone little at home all day. And we have homeschooled a lot here and there, quite a lot, actually. The last, I don't know, seven, I think we started seven years ago. So and we might homeschool again, so this might just be a small, <laughs> a small season, but it just feels feels final right now, I guess, that everyone's in school. But I was trying to think, okay, what advice would I give to myself or to any other mom who's, whose baby is going to kindergarten? Or like I said earlier, if your baby or your or your big kid is going to high school or college or is getting married or or whatever it may be change if change is on the horizon for you the first thing I would say is to remember that the best is yet to be it's easy to feel like life is ending and feel really sad about that maybe there's regret or should haves and truthfully life is ending as you know it things are changing but things are meant to change There are seasons to life, and this is a new season. I read this book, I've told you about it before, called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success um, by Chopra. And it talks about how you can look to nature for like lessons that that you can learn right now and how nature is the best teacher. And I was thinking today, as we approach fall, it's readily apparent that seasons change. There were some really, really beautiful things about summer. Summer, in this case, meaning 
this prior phase of life with all the kids at home. It was carefree and easy, but there were also sunburns and mosquito bites, tantrums, and power struggles. It was a magical season. Sometimes it felt like it went on for forever, and yet I blinked and it's gone. But fall is pretty magical too. I made pumpkin muffins this morning, even though it's not actually fall. We went to a football game on Friday night. That always reminds me of fall. Kids have been talking about Halloween and like what they want to dress up for for Halloween. This new season of the kids going to school, they're making new friends and they're learning new things. This new season of fall or the kids growing up going to school will bring new growth for you and for your baby. And really that's what we want for them. Growth, independence, joy. You'll still always be there for them. It will just look a little different. I choose to look at it like the best is yet to come. So that's the first thing I would I would do is remember that the best is yet to come. Secondly, I would take some time to be still and sit with it. How are you feeling really? It would be easy to run around and finally be able to run a few errands. or Maybe we'd meet up with friends without having to entertain a toddler or get another little one in and out of a car seat. But make sure you take a minute to process it all. Write in your journal or maybe even take a bath and let yourself feel what's coming up. Maybe it's feelings about losing your little one as they grow up. Or maybe it's even thoughts about losing yourself. An identity you've held for many years. As a caretaker, I'm the sun and moon of this little one. But things are shifting. How is your identity dealing with the change? I've heard a lot of moms say when their youngest went to kinder, it was an especially difficult transition as they struggled losing an identity. One that they had that now looked a little different. There's more time to fill. And what do you do with this new time? If you have the luxury, I would take some time to ponder what it is that you love to do. How do you want to spend your time? You have the next half of your life left to plan. What do you want it to look like? Make some plans and get on your path. Or maybe you already know exactly what you want your future to look like. A lucky you to get to go all in on them now. I was at a conference once. Oh, I think I was pregnant with Ivy, so probably like 10 years ago. And I heard two women from the stage talk about how they went back to college after their kids were in school and how they were the best students. They had experience and passion and real-world knowledge that they just would not have had in their early 20s. I really loved that. At the time when I was sitting there in the audience, I felt like maybe I had missed out on my time. But hearing them speak inspired me that it would be my time again soon. And I would go back better than ever. More hungry, more driven, and more determined than before. What if everything you've been learning was part of your next big thing? Everything you've been learning as a mother. I read a quote, quote from Brene Brown today that, that I really loved. It said, we cannot give our children what we don't have. Where we are on our journey of living and loving with our whole hearts is a much stronger indicator of parenting success than anything we can learn from how-to books. 
It just made me think like, how am, how am I living wholeheartedly? She goes into more detail about what wholeheartedly means, but just like living freely, like from your heart, how that's a greater indicator of parenting success than anything you can learn from how to books, which by the way, as far as I can tell, Brene Brown didn't publish her first book until she was 41 or 42. I'm rereading her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, right now, and I'm loving it. It's about living a more wholehearted life, letting go of who you're supposed to be and embracing who you are. Could be a good place to start your journey if you're a little lost on where to go from here while your identity is, is changing and your life is looking different. My next piece of advice would be to have fun Say yes to the things you maybe couldn't before. Take a road trip, call an old friend, sign up for a college class, read a book you've been meaning to, play the piano, whatever whatever means fun to you. Maybe it's starting a new class at the gym and live with purpose and intention. Have a routine, a way that you love to serve and do things that fulfill you. And remember, the best is yet to be. One last thing. This was actually really useful for me. When Indy went to her first day of school the next the next week, I was like, I'm going to get a massage. There's this place here in town that I'd been hearing about. This like um, It's called Kachina Hot Springs, but basically you sit in the hot springs, then you can get a massage, then you go back to the hot springs, and it sounded pretty awesome. And so I was like, would it be ridiculous if I got a massage, like a back-to-school massage? And maybe it was ridiculous, but I was like, no, I'm going to do it (laughs) because this is the first time in 15 years that like back to school meant like literally everyone is in school. So I went and got a massage like the week after school started. And I, for some reason, chose to imagine as I was being massaged, like that I was, I was telling myself like, good job. Like this was my reward in a way for like a job, a job well done. And I was just like, even like during my massage, I was like crying because I'm like, I don't think we take time to like really think about it. Like, good job. You did such a good job. However many years for me was 15, 15 years worth of energy and intention, sacrifice, love and devotion were a job well done. I wasn't perfect. Of course not. None of us are. They were long but beautiful days. And I know the next phase will be beautiful too. And then I found this um my last thing I'll share, I guess, I guess, is I found this quote um, on Instagram, actually, that I was like, ah, oh, I love this so much. I feel like it captures a lot of what I'm trying to say, maybe a little bit more eloquently. Says, oh, so it says, I don't need to hear about blinking. I need to hear you're doing a good job. I don't need to hear it won't be like this for long. I need to hear... Your little ones are so blessed to have you. I don't need to hear that the years are short. I need to hear that delight like this doesn't end. I don't need to hear that I can't get this time back. I need to hear each season has so much goodness. 
I don't need to hear that I'll miss these days. I need to hear that tomorrow is really beautiful too. I know, okay? I know, but I can't stop time. And I can't stop blinking. None of us can. So I watch their wrinkles fade and I watch their wobbly steps take them away from me. And as I wave as they walk into school and I cheer when the ball goes in the net and I hug them through their first broken heart and I straighten the duvet on their dorm room bed and I know. And what I really need is a hand on my shoulder and a voice in my ear that soothes the frantic race against time. That remembers the goodness of today stacked next to the panic of it all ending. That knows the bittersweet sweet reality of chapter one, but can also tell me about the wonder of chapter two. I can't keep my eyes open forever. I'm trying, but I can't. And I'd love to know that's okay, because every blink brings me into another season that is good and beautiful, too. So I guess that's what I would leave you with, is that no matter what this next season looks like for you, that it is good and beautiful, too. The best is yet to come. And you are doing so good. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing. We feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.